Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome to Sugar Coated Murder Podcast, a brilliant true crime podcast hosted by two zany sisters, all while baking up delicious treats in their kitchen. Here are your podcast hosts, Karen Devaney and Ann Varner. Well, sugar, October did not go as planned. It was an October bust. It definitely was an October bust, no matter what we tried to do. That is correct. It just, it was working against us. And we watched the dang movie. And scared the pants off each other. And for nothing. For nothing. No. No, because we, I forgot to set the microphone up. So the microphone was coming from the camera, which was halfway across the room. And we were sometimes picking up the sound from the TV. And sometimes, and not from us. Right. And then at other times it was us and not the TV. It was a holy mess. It was a mess. So we have thrown in the towel on Octobu. Octobu just we've, didn't go. We've put Octobu to bed. Yes. It's gone. It's gone. <laughs> May he rest in peace. Night, night. So what we've decided to do is just throw in the towel and go back to our episodes as if it were even October. It's the only thing we could do. I agree. I agree. Because this is what we know. This is This we can do. I mean, we can only hope. Well, that's true. I mean, we're not at the end of the episode. I do... See, I can look and see that I did press record. That's good news. So that's helpful. And it does seem to be recording. That's amazing. And it seems to be recording our voices. So right there, it's a trifecta of promising. Yeah, I hope it stays. <laughs> I hope it sticks. We'll see. We'll, we'll see. see. One know. never knows. I agree. It's my turn to do a recipe and your turn to do a moida. Yes. So I'm going to talk about my recipe really quick. You go right ahead. We all need more protein. It's true. We all need more protein. We don't eat enough protein. We need more protein. And so I thought, why not do something with protein? Yeah. Protein. So what I did was I made some protein balls. Everybody loves a ball. And extra protein in your ball never hurt anybody. A a pre-holiday season ball. You're right. Very good. It is almost ball season. It is. So let's just ramp it up a little bit early. Yeah. And we're going to call this Octo Balls. There you go. She's made octo balls. <laughs> so I'm going to give you the ingredient list. It's one and a half cups of the natural but no stir creamy peanut butter. Okay. So I think Jif makes one. There's one that's like simply or is it natural? It's natural. Okay. Yeah. And it's you don't not have simply. to stir that one. I didn't know. That's great. Yeah. So there is a natural one that you don't have to stir. It's the one that I use all the time at home. Right. I do like it. And you do a half a cup of honey. I used local honey from Boone Hall, but I do wish I had had some of Farmer Katie's honey, but I'm out. Mm-hmm. So we got to go with what we can. I have one and a third cups of old fashioned rolled oats, mm-hmm. raw oats, raw, 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 raw oats. oats, and then a half a cup of vanilla protein powder. Mm-hmm. I just bought some organic vanilla protein powder at the stove. At the stove. At the stove. All right. Yeah, I just I picked some up at our Publix. Okay. And then... Wow, that is a lot of protein. Yeah. Peanut butter and protein powder? Yeah. Um, well, that's gonna, that's like a... It's like a, a big hit of protein. Like a zinger, a I zinger can't ball. remember. I did the... like 12 or 14 grams of protein in a ball. Wow. Right. 
an eighth of a teaspoon of salt. I didn't put salt in mine. I yeah. feel like peanut butter is salty enough. Yeah, I would agree with that. But it, but there's some people out there that likes that like salt. Yeah, you can do the salt, and then you do a half a cup of mini dark chocolate chips. Chocolate chips too. Yes. Oh wow. And they're in miniature. I love a miniature chip. So you just put all the stuff in a bowl and you mix it really, really well. I mixed it in stages because it's a lot. And, you know, when you put, like, the powder in there, you want to make sure it's mixed really well. You don't want a mouthful of powder. Right. Got and then know. you just take it. I put wax paper on some cookie sheets. And then you take it by, like, heaping teaspoons, mm-hmm. form it into a ball, plop it on your thing. Okay. And then um, you put them in the fridge to let them set. And then once you do, you can just pick them off of there and store them in a container. Beautiful. And it's an ice storm on in the refrigerator. I think that's the best thing to do just because you don't want, because the peanut butter tends to get a little soft. Right. So I, but I, and I also like them cold. Yeah. But they are so convenient when you get up in the morning and you're having a cup of coffee, grab a ball. Just get a ball. Yeah. Start your day with a ball. If you're having a cup of tea in the afternoon, Grab a ball. Have a have Just a ball. grab your balls whenever you feel the need. And they're, your balls are ready to go. They're very convenient balls. Toe balls with extra protein. Wow. Yeah. So there you go. That's my recipe. I'm sticking to it. That's a home run. Do you I know how so many too. balls it makes? Well, it a depends. Lot of balls. It makes a right, a right good amount of balls. Right. But it depends on how big you like your balls. Oh, yeah. It's hard to say. For me, I got... I think I got two dozen. Oh wow, that's perfect. Balls. Mm-hmm. And mine were mine probably could have been a little bit smaller, so mm-hmm. maybe I could have gotten like two and a half dozen. Right. But um and you think, wow, that's a lot, but we need protein. And if you're looking at a twelve gram of protein boost, you could probably eat two of those balls a day to add twenty grams of protein to your diet. I mean, why eat a Reese's peanut butter cup when you can have your own uh, ball? ball? An octo ball. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. So, and you know what? We're coming up on the holiday season. Get your protein in now. Try to, you know, I'm not saying lose weight. I'm trying to say maintain your weight because Christmas and Thanksgiving are coming when we're going to like really load up with all the good food. Exactly. So let's, let's do healthy Octo balls. Love it. Well done. I mean, you knocked it right out of the park. I feel like I did. I knocked those balls out of the park. You go, girl. Mm-hmm. All right, now it's your turn. What it's you got to say? I'm what do a- you have to say for yourself? Hello, Twisted Humans. Do you find yourself wanting to know more about the latest murder, conspiracy, cult, or haunting? Then this is the podcast for you. In 1952, there was a record high of UFOs reported. 1,500 sightings. There has been evidence of human sacrifice, devil worship, and it is haunted by more spirits than can be counted. A family of two adults and two kids reportedly saw a giant flying thing with glowing red eyes. And meanwhile, the family's nanny that helped Veronica to care for her and Lucian's children was found bludgeoned to death in the basement of their family home. I'm Alicia. And I'm Sierra. And this is Twisted Twisted and Uncorked. Hi, I'm Dan from Casting Views. And you're listening to Karen and Anne on the Sugar Coated Murders. I I don't talk about any um, Octo Balls. Okay. At all. You have an Octo Murder? It's an Octo Murder. Okay. An Octo Murder. 
about to murder. This murder happened in Bakersfield, California. I've heard of Bakersfield. I think there's songs that mention Bakersfield. I don't know. Maybe. I think there are. On July 6, 2003, Joni Harper and her mother, Ernestine Harper, took Joni's children, Marques, four, Lindsay, two, and Marshall, six weeks to church. And I love the name Ernestine. Ernestine is lovely. It was the first time since Marshall had been born that Joni was going to introduce him to the church congregation. Oh, that's so sweet. I know. My gosh, I love a new baby. Me too. Ernestine was living with Joni and helping out with the children because Joni and her husband, Vincent, brothers were estranged. They had married in 2000, but the marriage had been annulled in 2001 because Vincent couldn't keep it in his pants. Vincent, then they, keep your balls to yourself. Exactly. They reunited and remarried in Las Vegas. In 2003, after oh. Jeannie became, I mean, Joni, not, I'm so sorry, Joni, oh, became pregnant with Marshall. That Sunday in July was the last time anyone saw Joni, Ernestine, and the children alive. <gasps> after not hearing from what them. The mother effort. I know. After not hearing from them for a couple days, a friend went by the house to check on them. Did they make it to church? They went to church. They even went to um, have lunch with some friends after. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then nobody heard from him. So this friend said, I'm kind of worried. I'm going to go check on him. She went. The back door was open. She went in and found all five of them deceased. God, it gives me a stomach ache. Yeah. They had been, some had been shot and stabbed. Others had just been stabbed or shot. Vincent, the estranged husband, was in Ohio for a long July 4th weekend visiting his brother. They actually found him in North Carolina because he he and his brother had driven from North Carolina to Ohio to visit his mom, where they notified him of the death of his family. He did return home on the 11th of July, and he attended a funeral service for his wife, mother-in-law, and three children. Ernestine was his Mm mother-in-law on the 16th of July, but there had been a memorial service for the family that Vincent did not attend. Of course, Vincent was the prime suspect in the case because, you know, he's the spouse and that's what they do. And they're estranged. And they're estranged. That's right. But he was more than 2,200 miles away when the murders took place. Well, see. Investigators spoke to hundreds of people about Joni and her relationship with Vincent who was a vice principal at a local elementary school. Well, Vincent. I know. It turns out Vincent had a history of allowing, of allowing, I, I don't know, I don't know why Why I said that. There's um, no allowing? Mm-mm. Okay. Mm-mm. He had a history of abusing his wives. Abusing, not allowing. No, it's way different. <laughs> exactly. It took a whole different turn, didn't yeah, it? it? Yeah, it did. He'd been married four times and had what? been jailed for spousal abuse in 1988. And he was an elementary school principal? That, that, yes. That's blowing my mind. It's blo- it blew mine as well. How did that happen, right? Somebody's not doing their due diligence. That was with his first wife that he was jailed for the abuse in 1988. His next wife left him after he threatened to kill her. Uh, that marriage lasted a little less than a year. Mm. 
1996, Vincent was accused of sexually harassing a woman at the school where he worked. The victim was strongly encouraged not to pursue charges against Vincent because he was a highly respected man in the community. When are people gonna learn? I know. You don't always see the real person. Correct. Gee whiz. The school investigated and they gave Vincent a warning. And then probably a raise. Probably. <laughs> There's a warning. Here's your warning. So sorry we were so stern. Your race. <laughs> oh my yes, God. Here it is. So investigators hone in on Vincent. They drive to Ohio to check out the rental car that he said he used while he was on his little vacation. Can I just say, Ohio. No. We haven't said that in a long we time. We really have Sorry, haven't. I just got the urge. <gasps> wow. Yeah. yeah way sorry. to go. Way sorry, to go. Sorry. Way to bring it back. Thanks. It turns out that he had rented a little Dodge Neon while he was on his trip. He told investigators that he never drove the car anywhere but in Ohio. However, mm-hmm. according to the rental company, he managed to tack 4,500 miles onto the odometer. Yeah, doesn't he know they check, They have a record of the odometer? Well, you know, he'd been lying for some time about his this women and, and what he was and doing to women. And people were believing him. Yeah, because so he, he was so highly well, respected by his yeah. principal of an elementary school. Hello, rental car agency. I am a highly respectable, <laughs> respected elementary school teacher. So there is no need for you to record any kind of a mileage on or, this car. Uh, I don't know what happened. It must be some kind of a manufacturer lip. Ohio is a really big state. It's I drove 4,500 miles around the town. It, it takes a long time <laughs> to get to the store. <laughs> that was enough to arrest Vincent on suspicion of murder, but okay. it wasn't enough for them to feel confident that they would get like a big prosecution. Mm-hmm. Not a big prosecution, but guaranteed. Yeah. Like they need some kind of a... we. They nail have to in have the a coffin. Hook. That's yeah. right. Some kind of a nail in the coffin. It seemed like Vincent could have possibly made a round trip from Ohio to Seems California. Like the mileage when you look at the mileage, yeah. right? But investigators needed the hard evidence. This is where it gets really interesting. While they were investigating that little Dodge Neon, they noticed that the front bumper and grill were covered in dead bugs. I mean, you know how it gets in July. It's hot and you're driving. And it's buggy. It's buggy, right? They decided that they were going to touch base with an etymologist. Etymologist, yeah. To see if we could figure out where those bugs came from. Where these bugs came from. from. That's brilliant. Yes. I love that. I love science. Science is amazing. Mm. They took apart the car, got the radiator and the air filter because they seem to have a large concentration oh, yeah. of the dead bugs mm-hmm. in them. And they took it to the University of California Davis campus where the Bohart Museum of Entomology is located. It's probably not a place I want to go because I'm not a bug fan. No, but it is but fascinating. One of the largest in the in the country. I think that's fascinating. It is fascinating. I find that to be fascinating. And the director museum the director of the museum specialized in entomology, and she was a teacher, and she had been doing the study of bugs for over 30 years. So she was a very, very knowledgeable. They took apart, they, they actually went in and they, they picked the bugs out. <laughs> they picked the bugs out of the radiator and the air I'm filter. sure that was like a technician's job. Not a technician, like a... A lab. A lab, lab assistant. Student. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Upon examination, the team identified... A large grasshopper. Okay. A paper wasp. A paper wasp. And some true bugs. True? True bugs. bugs. Yeah, true bugs. Interesting, right? 
The grasshopper that they found is native to the Great Plains and the eastern slope of the Rocky Mountains. The paper wasp has a center of abundance in California. True bugs are only found in the western part of the country, specifically in Southern California, Arizona, and Utah. The Utah. Bugs, Utah. <laughs> the bugs on the radiator and the air filter gave prosecutors a map. When they <gasps> when they go in and yes. they, they map out where the bugs would have been found, then it shows where he traveled. It surely did. Oh my god! It this really, is really, really amazing. Really I love did. this. It did. Vincent had obviously driven from Ohio to California and back. It was the information prosecutors needed to prove that he had driven and returned the Dodge Neon to California. They and returned in the Dodge Neon. And murdered his family. That evidence, along with the evidence they found in the Harper family home, was enough to convince a jury. On May 15, 2007, Vincent Brothers was convicted of the first-degree murders of his wife, Joni, his mother-in-law, Ernestine. How did he do that? To and his, his three own children, Marques, four, Lindsay, two, and Marshall, six weeks old. He was sentenced to death, but remember, he's in California, so who oh. knows if he'll ever be put to death. No, they, they I mean, he won't be. Right. He won't, because yeah. everything got commuted to life without parole mm -hmm. when they took away the death. Yeah, so he'll be hanging out in San Quentin. Ernestine Harper was the co-founder of the Extend a Hand for Justice organization, which is committed to helping feed the poor, clothe the needy, and help find shelter for the homeless, along with visiting the sick and imprisoned. She was a mother of five children, a prominent member in her church, and a loving grandmother. Wow. Joni Harper was a campus supervisor for the Bakersfield County School District. She was a standout basketball player in high school. Ooh. And she went on to become a basketball ref. Oh, look at her. She was the first woman in Kern County in California to officiate the boys at the boys' varsity level. Oh, my gosh. Isn't that amazing? She was a loving mother and faithful Christian. Vincent Brothers had a daughter from a previous relationship, and on the day of his sentencing, she spoke to the court, and she publicly disowned her father. Oh, my gosh. Good for her. And changed her last name. I have chills all over. Chills. She was 18. Good for her. The Harper family filed a civil suit against Vincent uh, to recap funeral expenses, and... Uh, you know, that's something that we don't always think about. But just because you're a murderer doesn't mean that you don't have assets. You know, it's so... I agree. I think personally... There would have been... All of the... It should be a, a law of the land. Right. That when you're convicted of murder, your assets go to the victim's family. No questions asked. I, agree. I don't give a crap. I agree. What your assets are. If it's a penny, a pillow, or a mansion, and... Whatever. Millions of dollars. If you murder a person, right, you take their life. I just think, and it used to be this way, way, way back in like the Wild West days. Oh, when you murdered somebody, you got your everything went. Everything that you had went to the victim's family. That's nice. Yes, it should be that way. It should be, but it's not. Instead, that also was the time when they hanged you for stealing a horse. Right. <laughs> Again, it's fine. it's fine. Right. Yeah, but he had he had assets, mm -hmm. and there's life insurance to think about. Absolutely. And if he was the beneficiary, then he would have collected he also, all of that money. As a principal, he would have had a pension. Yep. 
And yeah. principals make good money. Yeah. So the family was not, this was not a get rich scheme for the Harper family. They won their case. Mm-hmm. It settled for an undisclosed amount of money. And that family gave all of the money to Vincent's daughter. Her, because it wasn't about the money, but they, yes. Oh my God. That's I know. so sweet. It was the sweetest ever. A very sweet family who got annihilated. Annihilated. In the worst of ways. And I'm just going to say right now, he didn't just take five lives. He removed two women who were making an impact on their community. Exactly. And so once again, we have the ripple effect of murder. Yeah. He took away the future of three children being raised by two really good role models. So we don't even know what successful humans they would have become. Right. So he just robbed the world of what these people were doing. These were good people doing good things in the world, and and he just extracted them. He did. He extracted them and... And for what? What was his motive? The the financial burden of having so many children. Well, hey, keep your balls in your pants and keep your pants zipped up. Zip it or clip it. Yeah. I mean... Yeah, it's real simple. Figure it out, man. Mm -hmm. Do something. But if you're going to be dipping your stick all around the town... It wasn't even all around the town. This was his wife. Right. It's not like these were children of... These were not like the children you don't speak of. Exactly. These were your kids made during... With your wife. Exactly. Like, hello. Right. Yeah, it's insane. It just... It's insane. And there was information in some of the articles that I read that he had gotten his brother's to lie about a couple of different things. So on the day that he drove to California, he had one brother take his credit card and go to the store and use it while he was So in they Ohio. knew they were accomplices. I felt like they were. And they weren't prosecuted. It doesn't seem like it. That I couldn't makes find me mad. any information. They on enabled it. him. If nothing else, charged them with obstruction. That's what I was thinking too, but it, and they may have and I just couldn't find the articles cuz you know, it was a while back, mm-hmm. but uh, there has to be some accountability there, right? I mean, what did they think he was doing? They knew what like he was doing. Really drive all the I'm going to go have a picnic with to my... Ohio. Yeah, and then I'm going to drive back to California to have a picnic with Very my suspect. estranged wife. Right. It doesn't make any sense to me. No, he's a monster. A monster indeed. So he's in. he's got life with no parole, I'm assuming. Life with no parole and in he's California. in San Quentin. Wow. He's still listed, though, as death by lethal injection. Like, that's... They still list that as his sentence. Well, I guess if a... That's good because if a if a governor was ever elected to California that could because they can bring the death penalty back. It's Anytime. just a stroke of a pen. Yeah. He would still be in line for the death sentence. Yeah. So But wow. listen, something to think about, the bugs on your car. Who'd have thunk it? I love I love that science and something as simple as bugs. I know. It's amazing. Help to convict him. It's amazing. Yeah, because you can't the bugs don't lie. They don't lie, the bugs don't bugs lie. Bugs don't lie. No. Wow, that was a really good case. R.I.P. to that sweet family. They, I, I just cannot imagine the fear that they went through, the terror. And those poor children, that's their daddy. Yeah, the crime scene was brutal. I can't imagine. That's just awful. It is terrible. He's a jerk. He's worse than that. We're going to have to figure out a different word. Yeah. A new word from the... He's definitely a monster. Yeah. But I think he's like an ogre. Yeah. Or a, a monster ball, a monster, an octo beast. An octo beast. <laughs> he's an octo beast. And that's the worst of them. Yes. The worst. <laughs> Gosh. Well, that was a good one. Thanks. Thanks for doing that. 
and helping us remember that sweet family. Yes, indeed. That's it. We did it. We've done another episode. Look at us. God willing, you'll actually get to hear it. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes. All right, guys. Well, we've got some stuff. We got some pokers in the fire. So there's something brewing. We got something brewing. So stay tuned because I think it's going to be pretty exciting when we finally get it all together. But we will. So I'm imagining end of this year, beginning of next year, something's going to explode on the on the podcast front for us. I think so. I'm hoping I'm hoping toward the end of this year we'll we'll have it yeah. rolling out. Rolling, 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 rolling. So um until then, practice your YouTube skills. Me? That's what I'm saying. No, I'm saying this to our oh, audience. Right. Yeah, yeah. Start practicing your YouTube. Well yeah, we can't make any promises skills. though because you know we are not technology no, geniuses. No, we're not. We're we not. Are far from no, no 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 we are far from technology geniuses. I'd say at this point technology failures. Actually I think at this point instead of practicing your YouTube Skills. Just pray for us. Pray. Say a little <laughs> prayer. Just say a little prayer for us while you eat your Octoball out of the fridge. That's a great idea. Well, I think that you all should stay sweet and don't murder. Because if you kill people, we're going to talk about you. And, and we're going to call me- you things like o- Octoboost. Yeah. I mean, Octobeast. An Octoboost. An Octobeast. <sighs> yeah. While we're having an Octoboost. Oh, we don't even know. I don't know. We're having an octo ball. We're having an octo talk, talking about. <laughs> yeah, we are just octoed out. So on with November. Hey, listen, email us if you've got a oh murder you want us to tell. Yes, we have email. It's murder.sugarcoated at gmail.com. Oh my gosh, we sound like a car commercial. <laughs> <laughs> Toyota, we're available. <laughs> and we have social media galore. Oh, and if y'all have not heard of this new app called threads we're on that i didn't even know we're on threads we're on instagram we're on, we're still on the twitter um we're hanging there by a thread <laughs> and we're on facebook so find us everywhere drop us an email and just let us know you're listening is anybody out there hello <laughs> we would love to know if we have any <laughs> listeners left <laughs> All right, guys. Well, we love you. Stay safe and keep your head on a swivel. Bye. This has been Sugar Coated Murder Podcast, a deliciously entertaining true crime podcast. Like what you heard? You can always explore past episodes by visiting sugarcoatedpod.com. Don't forget to like our Facebook fan page and share with friends. Thanks for listening to Sugar Coated Murder Podcast. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.